a very good day to you. My name is Apostle Timmy Evans, the Senior Pastor of Grace Grand Christian Center, Accra, Ghana. You have come to the hub of spiritual upliftment, where your spirit and your soul will be lifted with undiluted word of God and spirit-filled worship. Continue to listen to enjoy today's episode. Father, in the name of Jesus, I appreciate you for the privilege you have given unto us for yet another devotional. Lord, we pray that you cause your spirit to shine upon us, open heavens over our life today in the name of Jesus. Declare with me this morning, say in the name of Jesus, I walk into my favor, I walk into my favor into my prosperity I walk into my blessing in the mighty name of Jesus I begin to frustrate every works of darkness I frustrate every manipulation of darkness declare that this morning say in the name of Jesus the name that is above all name I frustrate every works of darkness Whatever it is that is assigned against my life today, I frustrate them in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and pray. Everything the enemy plant against my life today, I command them to be frustrated in the mighty name of Jesus. For the past few days, we have been praying the blood of Jesus. We have been pleading the blood. So this morning, I still want you to plead the blood of Jesus. See, I plead the blood of Jesus over my home. I plead the blood of Jesus over the works of my hands. I plead the blood of Jesus over my business. I plead the blood of Jesus over my children. I plead the blood of Jesus over my family. Whatever it is that has granted access to the enemy in my life, I use the blood of Jesus to push them out. I use the blood of Jesus to wash them out. In the name of Yeshua. Let every authority that the enemy have over my life be frustrated this morning in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Welcome to the Claim the Day devotional. It's another day we thank God for the privilege he has given unto us. Turn your Bible with me to the book of Joshua chapter 8. By God's grace, today is the last day in our series, The Accursed Things, and we are going to discuss as usual, and we are also going to pray. We are going to have some short prophetic prayer sessions. But before we do that, I want you to go with me to the book of Joshua chapter 8 from verse 10. Verse 10. Don't forget, we have been talking about the impact of sin on our spiritual life. You see, your spiritual gate needs to be protected. It is better to prevent 
demonic arrows from entering into your life than letting them in and you are now praying for a way to get them out of your system. Once an arrow enters into the soul or the spirit of a man or a woman, even when you cast the arrow out, when you cast the spirit out, it can take time to recover your spiritual life back. So it is better not to allow access to these forces into our life. So there is need for us to guard the gate of our life. How do you guard the gate of your life? As we have read in the story of Achan, Achan was covetous and he took what is not his, what is dedicated to God. And because of that, he compromised the gate of the Israelite. And the spirit of affliction entered in. The anger of God entered in. From that moment, Israelites begin to lose all their battles. Israelites begin to fail. Once any area of our spiritual life is compromised, the next thing we begin to see is failures. Because once sin compromises us, then the devil and his cohort gains access into our life. It is very important for you to protect the gate of your life, the gate of your spirit, by making sure there is no sin, there is no deliberate sin. We are human beings, there is no way we are not going to make mistakes. That is why God gives us the opportunity to confess our sins. Anytime we realize that we have erred, we go to God in humility and confess our sin to Him. He is able and always willing to forgive us our sins. God is always merciful. Don't allow self-condemnation to take you away from the presence of God. Once you realize that you have sinned against God, go to God, confess your sin. You will be forgiven. We have to prevent the enemy from gaining access into our life. Number one is getting rid of sin. Number two, make sure you are not harboring things that will give the enemy legal grants over your life by taking what is not yours, by eating what belongs to God, your tithe belongs to God. The things that the Holy Spirit inspired you to give to the needy it to the needy and you go back to eating it you go back to adding it to your own money that you spend on yourself that thing can become a doorway for the enemy to attack your finances your pledges your vows to God when you have the opportunity to fulfill them don't postpone fulfill your pledges because it could become an accustance in your hands do not participate in idolatry anything 
that shows the appearance of diabolism, idolatry, you should stay away from it. I spoke about the fact that women should be careful of what they put on their body. You saw a bracelet online. They say, oh, this is a good luck bracelet. You take your money, you go and buy it. You forget that you are born again, that all the good luck you need, all the favor you need is in the Lord. You don't need any extra good luck from any place. Go online these days. People are selling good luck oil. People are selling good luck charm. People are selling good luck anointing. Uh, wait and get anointing. Back to sender anointing. You don't know that anointing. You don't know how that anointing was prepared. You don't know the source of that oil. I usually tell my church members, the one who lay hands on you has spiritual authority over you. And they can plant any seed into your life. So be wary of where you carry your head to. As soon as there is a miracle service, you are jumping there. You don't even know. You have not been able to discern the spirit behind the miracle. Because the devil also performs miracles. You see people falling under anointing. You rushed and you are carrying your head to the place. You don't know where the person is coming from. You have not tested the spirit. Even the Bible says that we should test all spirit to make sure they are of God. This is something I want to really spend my time to expose today. That is another way the gates of people's life are being compromised. This is another way the devil gains access into the life of people through laying on of hands. The book of Joshua chapter 8 explained to us that as soon as the people of God removed their cost things, the cost of the problem, and they burnt it with fire, God restored their victory. God restored their blessing. Yesterday, I spoke about the importance of you doing a diligent search in your life. Do a diligent search in your home. Turn your house around and ensure there is nothing hiding in your home. There is nothing hiding in your life. There is no place for the devil to hide in your life. Another way the life of people get compromised is by laying on of hands. Beloved, it is not every program that looks like a Christian program that is actually backed by the Spirit of God. Are you aware that pastors are now joining courts? Are you aware that pastors, bishops, apostles, evangelists are now looking for diabolical powers to display magical manifestations. You see, when you see the Spirit of God at work, you will know that this is the Spirit of God at work. I am not in any way against miracles. I am a deliverance minister myself and I am a prayer warrior. I love prayers. I am not against manifestations of the Holy Spirit. I believe so much in the prophetic 
I believe so much in the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. I believe so much in the the, the feeling of the Holy Spirit and the manifestation of, of the gift of the Spirit. What I don't believe in is abracadabra. The Bible says we should test all spirit. Test all spirit to make sure that they are of God. This is another way across things enter into people's lives. Laying on of hands. Where do you carry your head to? Many people, the problem in their life today is not from their foundation. It's not from the attack of the enemy directly. That problem came into being in their life as a result of where they carry their head to. As a result of the person who laid hands on them. The book of 1 Timothy chapter 4 1 Timothy chapter 4 from verse 1 The Spirit clearly says, I will still go back to the book of Jesus chapter 8 from verse 10 but let's handle this one first. The Spirit clearly says that in later times some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons such teachings come through hypocritical liars whose conscience have been said as with a hot iron. They follow, they forbid people to marry and order them to abstain from certain food which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and who knows the truth. For everything God created is good. Listen to me, in the end time, there is going to be a lot of spirit we are already in the end time the bible says the, the spirit clearly says that some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits there are different types of prophetic ministry these days that those days when we started with god with the scriptures there is nothing like i was called from the womb Yes, I know that a lot of people who were called from the womb, who, were, who God ordained them from the womb, but there is still going to be a day that God will confirm that, that, that call in your life after you have given your life to Christ. Many of the pastors who, are, who God is using today, they are called from the womb. They are ordained from the womb. But many of the people who claimed they are called from the womb and they started manifesting prophetic gifts from the womb, sometimes you need to sit down and question the source of their prophetic gift. Seek the face of God and pray so that God will tell you the Spirit of God is there to expose to you. I usually tell people when you go to a church, when you go to an environment, when you go to a new environment, you want to join a church. Seek the face of God. Holy Spirit, direct me to the right place of worship. Because you can go to a place of worship and your life will be mad. Your spiritual life will be messed up. You become a backslider. You lose your faith. You carry a different spirit. I know many people who have undergone deliverance under our ministry because they went to a church and somebody, the pastor, sprays some water on them 
and from that moment he started having bad dreams. Once the spiritual gate of your life is compromised, anything can happen. People even die. Once the spiritual gate of your life is compromised, your destiny can be messed up. So we have to be very careful of who we allow to play to place hands on our head. In our church, I don't lay hands anyhow. I don't when it comes to deliverance, I don't even need to lay hands because it is not me that will do the deliverance. When it's time for the deliverance in the congregation and the Holy Spirit want to walk, he moves in the church himself and people begin to fall on their own. You don't need to lay hands unless there is a specific direction that hands should be laid on a certain group of people. Most times we lay hands if we want to impart. So anytime you lay hands, you impact. That impartation pushes some things out of the spirit of the person, of the soul of the person. You are pouring the grace of God on your life upon that person and anything that is present in that person that is not of God because of God's covenant over your life those things get pushed out and new thing comes into their life if the person laying hands on you is not of God whatever they impact into your life will stay and that thing will not continue to trouble you after they are gone we should guard the gate of our life and ensure we don't allow ourselves to be compromised because once arrow enter, it is hard to get them out. You will fast, you will pray, you will go to mountains before the effect of those arrows will leave you. You have to protect your spiritual territories. Protect your soul. Protect your soul. Protect your spirit. It is all you have. Make sure before you enter into a place, Make sure the Spirit of God is in that place. Make sure it's not witchcraft that is in that place. God help us in Jesus' name. So when, let's go back to the book of Joshua chapter number 8. And I'm going to round up the series today by God's grace. Joshua chapter 8. Let's see the verse 10. Early the next morning, Joshua muttered his army. He and the leaders of Israel marched before them to Ai. The entire force that was with him marched up and approached the city and arrived in front of it. They set up camp north of Ai with the valley between them and the city. Joshua had taken about 5,000 men and set them in ambush between Bethel and Ai to the west of the city. So the soldier took up their position with the main camp to the north of the of the city and the ambush to the west of it. That night Joshua went into the valley. When the king of Ai saw this, he and all the men of the city hurried out early in the morning to meet Israel in battle. Let's jump to verse 20. The men of Ai looked back and saw the smoke of the city rising up into the sky, but they had no chance to escape. In any direction, the Israelites who had been fleeing towards the wilderness had turned back against their pursuer. For when Joshua and all Israel saw that the ambush had taken the city and that smoke was going up from it, they turned around and attacked the men of Leah. Those in the ambush also came out of the city against them 
so that they were caught in the middle with Israelites on both sides. Israel cut them down, leaving them neither survivor nor fugitive, but they took the king of Ai alive and brought him to Joshua. Victory is sure when we obey God. Victory is sure when we remove anything that is not of God from our life, from our home. Remove the talisman, remove the rings, remove the beads, remove anything that is not of God that is in your possession. Hallelujah. We begin to see the manifestation of God. We begin to see the glory of God in our life as soon as those things are removed. As soon as those things are dealt with, as soon as we begin to pray for God to give us the grace to overcome those demonic habits that is not allowing our spirit to grow. Be very careful who you pray with, who you bow down your head under to lay hands on you. I always say this, these are things that Christians need to know. There are so many men of the devil out there who pretend to be men of God. They have more followers. They have more followings. A lot of people are following them because these day people want to see miracles. People want to see signs and wonders. We are not just called for signs and wonders. We are called to lead the sheep to the Lord. We are called to develop the spirit, the soul of the people and teach them to know God themselves. That is the aim of the gospel. The gospel is not for miracles. The gospel is not for miracles. Anything that will centralize the attention of the people of God on miracles is not of God. Every day you go to church, the only thing is miracles. No word is taught to you. You are not, you don't know what it means to pray. You don't know how to talk to God on your own. Every time you have to be calling, you have to be calling your pastor. I was watching a video online, a prank video, and it, it was a very sad thing. A prank video, somebody pretending to be a juju boy who want to use people in the area for rituals. It was just a prank. And he tried to attack a woman and the woman was shouting, I call on the God of my pastor. I am a this one. I am this. I am this. Mentioning the, the, the name of a church. I call on the God of my pastor. I call on the God of my papa to arrest you. I call on the God of my papa to arrest you. I was like, God, what is this? The God of your papa, is he your God? What happened to in the name of Jesus, in the name of Yeshua, I arrest you? What happened to that? People are now engulfed in the God of their pastors. I am not saying you should not believe in the anointing of your pastor. I'm not saying you should not believe in the, the grace of God upon your pastor. I'm a pastor myself. 
and there are people who believed in the grace of God in my life. That is why you are listening to me right now. But what I'm saying is that no man of God should centralize attention on himself. Once a man of God begins to centralize attention on himself and the attention is shifting away from Christ, something else has entered. Examine where you are. Make sure you are very sure of where you are going. Make sure you are very sure of the spirit that lives in the inside of the one who is about to lay hands on you. Every time they oh, there's this pastor somewhere, is a is one touch. When they pray for you like this, your problem will solve. It is not every problem that will be solved. Take it from me. It is not every problem that will be solved. It is not every mountain that will move. There are some, pro- some problems are there in our life to push us to the next level. If those problems are not there, we may never get to the next level of our life. And those problems that will be solved, they have an appointed time. There is no amount of visitation to church house that will stop your problem. And some problems need to be solved by you taking action. By you taking action. I will round up today by talking to all my Nigerian counterparts, my Nigerians, the problem that is facing the country needs prayer, at the same time needs action. We are praying, let us also take action. God expects us to take action. Go out there, get your PVC and identify the right candidate that you know is going to move the nation to the next level. And it shall be well with us in the mighty name of Jesus. Bow down your head. Talk to the Lord. Use your blood, O God, to purify my system. If I have gone to wrong places, if I have allowed the wrong person to lay, the hand, to lay hands on me, if a different spirit has entered into my life, if I have compromised the gate of my spiritual life by allowing polluted hands to be laid on me, Father, have mercy upon me and let your blood cleanse me. I renounce any covenant has been made with me without my knowledge in the mighty name of Jesus. It is well with you in Jesus' mighty name. See you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to today's message. Please share with your family and friends. Follow me on Instagram at at underscore events i'm also on tiktok at at underscore events i'm on youtube at at events missions see you in the next episode